and welcome back to the Part-Time Otaku Podcast. My name is Dave. My name's Grant. And this is uh, where we come to discuss anime, amongst other things, and especially today, amongst other things. Uh, normally, our regularly scheduled program right now is uh, Attack on Titan, week to week. We're covering uh, you know, the weekly episodes as they come out of Season 4. I think uh, Episode 4 just played, and this week we would be covering Episode 5, but the broadcast was delayed due to New Year's, so they're not airing that until this upcoming Sunday. And uh, we'll definitely cover that once it's out. However, uh, Grant had the idea of maybe, you know, taking this week, we would, you know, we had planned to record anyway to talk about, you know, just sort of the year in review. Um, what lots... year it was. Yeah. What a year it was. <laughs> yeah, I mean. <laughs> in so many ways. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. You know, I, I saw someone at work today shared this whole thing about, like, 20% of the television watch was just just news <laughs> like it was yeah. a, it was a huge year for news i apparently. would say so yeah in so many facets of life it's yeah. uh yeah what a what a strange year one for one for the record books for sure yeah and i was like what i don't know you're talking about what happened this year all i did was watch anime and hide in my place and no um it's been a crazy one oh, but wild. This is not, you know, I, this is probably not the proper podcast for uh, what's the latest and greatest on COVID um, and all that stuff. We're going to try and focus on the positive, focus on anime, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Grant, how do you want to kick this off? Do you want to talk about, you know, maybe some of the favorite anime of this year that you've seen that, you know, obviously Attack on Titan sort of, was, was season three even in 2020? It was, right? Uh, that was, that's the thing too, you know, in, I, in the, the, well, I'll be honest, I did my best to do as much legwork to prepare for this episode as I could, but, um, I'm, I'm definitely mixed up on my 2019 going to 2020 Dude, watches. Same. Um, for the life of me, I, I, I'm pretty sure my hero, that was a, started airing in October, November of last year, or 2019. Mm-hmm. So that definitely carried into 2020, but I think, like, Demon Slayer, I honestly can't remember if I watched that at the tail end of 2019 or if I watched that in, like, the spring of, you know, this past year. Like, what a fog, you know? Yeah, man. (laughs) Time blends together, especially if you're one of those folks that are just on the work grind or if you were impacted and you ended up working at home. Mm. uh, The days really can blend together. But maybe we'll pick up on on Demon Slayer because I think that's one you recommended to me. Yep. And generally speaking, I get most of my anime from Grant, and that was like one of you know a dozen recommendations, and I didn't really think about it. Um, not that this it's... was the one. This was the one I pressured you on. Yeah. I, I was ad- I was quite adamant about this one. And I and I feel bad too because what made me watch it randomly was my barber. He was like, "Hey man, you heard of Demon Slayer?" <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? A win is a win. I'll take an assist on that for sure. And then like I then I like binge through it, and I'm like, "Yo, Grant, you have you heard of this thing, Demon Slayer?" <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Uh, I'm actually a little familiar with that. So, yeah. uh, you know, that that for me, especially I think because there was like this huge break between Attack on Titan season three and four, mm. Demon Slayer blew my fucking world apart. <laughs> I, I, I actually, I can't stress how important Demon Slayer is. In a, it, a to this show, you know, Attack on Titan was kind of the original Mm-hmm. inception of this show idea i would say honestly three years ago it's been about three years you and i've discussed this yes, on and off of the part-time otaku of the birth of the birth of it you know attack on titan is the you know this the original spark but demon slayer is truly the gasoline 
that was thrown onto that fire because I remember finishing that and, you know, you know, I know it's the same for you. Like we've loved anime probably since our preteens, you know, mm-hmm. it, you know, YTV, Dragon Ball Z, like, you know, we, that, you know, that was, that was always on and Pokemon and Digimon and, but there was something, and I had watched stuff over the years too, like on and off, but there was something about Demon Slayer and I was like, this is tremendous. In all facets, you know, there's, you know, like I, you know, I consume a lot of media, you know, between movies and TVs and video games and podcasts, there's just so much, so much, but anime has always just had like this special little spot in my heart. And Demon Slayer just kind of reminded me of like how good it can be and true. And, and it's funny, we're going to talk about like the rest of the stuff we watched in 2020. And I've hit some many facets, you know, types, you know, of genre and, you know, majority battle shonen. Let's not kid ourselves. Like we're, you know, we're teenage <laughs> boys at heart. But you know, but it's the Demon Slayer is going to go down. It's going to be for the rest of my life one of the top five shows I recommend to people to watch. I totally, totally agree. Like, and it's crazy that I've met a couple people that are like lukewarm on it. I'm like, hey man, did we watch the same show? <laughs> like, I know. I I have. I haven't. Too, I haven't talked to too many people about it, and, you know, obviously, like, you know, when you're on the subreddits, you're in a bubble, and yeah. you know, everyone's stoked on it, but in the real world, I haven't had, it, it kind of, like, went under the radar for some people, in, that, you know, like... It did. However, our first piece of show trivia that I've dug up, and that you may have seen that broke uh, earlier this week, Ooh. is that Demon Slayer, uh, the film, uh, because if you're a fan, you know that season one ends on, I don't know if you want to call it a cliffhanger, it ends in a natural point where you expect mm-hmm. they're going to go into season two. But The arc has cleared. The arc has cleared, and they're getting ready for the next one. And then the uh, uh, UFO or UFO table announces that they're actually going to cover it in a film, or at least that they're going to do a Demon Slayer movie. So it's like, okay, how is this going to work? Long story short, I think it's called Muzan Train or Mujan Train or something. Mm-hmm. It's Demon Slayer, the Infinity Train is the English yeah. translation. Um, it is now the highest grossing film ever in Japan, be- beating out Spirited Away and making $314 million in uh, just you know, n- you know, 93 days or something like that. Awesome stuff. Crazy. I, it's, it's news that I just love to hear and you know, it just shows the power. And that, I, uh, and Spirit Away, like, you know, it's hard to compare because, you know, that movie came out in, what, 2000, 2001? Yeah. You know, completely different styles, like, you know, like, uh, you know, Miyazaki, like, he's, you know, very old-fashioned. And also, too, I think he's, like, very down on anime in general. Yeah, well... <laughs> yeah, he's, you know, he has, he's got some hot takes. Second, <laughs> but... second piece of show trivia, I've never seen Spirited Away. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, that's, uh... Wow, that actually that should be uh, that should be like next year's special. You know, that should be like next year's New Year's special. Some, we, we yeah. watch some classics, like, but like, have you ever seen Ponyo or like My Neighbor Totoro? No, <laughs> really. I remember uh, when I think it was just a couple months ago on Netflix here. You know, in a beautiful, cold, white, you know, the white north of Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think all the Miyazaki films or the Studio Ghibli films, yes. with the exception of one or two, came on and. I grew up with those. I know, have like, them. See, see, I did not. I put them all in my queue when they came here. Yeah. I haven't watched one yet. I think I'm like waiting for something, some kind of apocalypse. Not like we didn't just go through one. <laughs> um, <but laughs> I might miss the boat on that. I think I was waiting for, like to be to run out of content. Sure. And I just kept 
finding stuff and liking stuff. And uh, anyway, I haven't done that yet, but sorry, go ahead. But, you know, it's, there's just something about those films, you know, and, and funny enough, you know, I, I, I don't want to leave Demon Slayer behind because I do think Demon Slayer kind of captures some of the magic that some of the Studio Ghibli films have, like just the, the charm and, you know, just the, the lightheartedness. And, you know, like, you know, I'm sure, sure someone would disagree saying it's, you know, sacrilege to compare, but like, two different styles of things can be similar, you mm-hmm. know, in Absolutely. my opinion. And I remember watching Demon Slayer, I was like, wow, like, this is kind of like spirited away in a lot of ways. And to see it, you know, then kind of go toe-to-toe for like a record like that, I found that kind of, for me personally, I found that quite funny. But, um, but sorry, to the to the Netflix thing, I remember when they all came on, I was trying to share those, you know, with, with uh, you know, uh, the wife-to-be and my daughter and... I finally begged them. I was like, we're putting Ponyo on. We're going to sit back. And everyone just like loved it. You know, it's just, it's so lighthearted and fun. And it's so funny too, because all the, uh, like the dubbed versions have like famous, like American actors mm-hmm. doing the voices. Like Tina Fey is in, in uh, Ponyo. Yeah. She's the, the mother in Ponyo. And, wow. you know, just Wait, stuff like that. But, for a uh, first time watch, would you recommend subbed or dubbed for us? That's see, that's one of those things, you know. Like I grew up with the dubs, like before, you know, I even really knew what the subs were. It's like watching Dragon Ball Z. I yeah. I cannot cannot watch the subs just because I grew up. You know, we grew up with that. You know, it was just you're right. You know, However, poorly dubbed. But now it's say, very very hard. <laughs> yeah, Dragon Ball Super that yes. got me into the subs. I don't know why, mm-hmm. but I was able to do the transition anyway. Um, but yeah, so I'll, I'll have to give those movies a spin. I'll probably end up doing dub because it, I feel like it's a lot like what a lot of my peers grew up with. Sure. You're saying you grew up watching the dubs. Yeah. I want to have the same experience, so I will get around to it. You should, you should make a movie tonight out of it. Yeah. Um, closing the seal on Demon Slayer, you know, Grant and I binged it, you know, probably, I, were you watching week to week or was it out? When no, you no, it was, it was out. I, it, it this it gripped me so hard it was i was getting up 40 like 45 minutes early every day before work <laughs> to watch it eating my cereal eating my eggs or you know whatever the whatever the plan was that morning is i i would go to bed i'd watch a couple episodes and i had to had like i had to follow it up with at least one before i left for work that's hilarious. it was it completely I... enthralled me I might have burned through in like 4 days or something mm. i there's you know the notorious for anyone who's seen it because it is kind of internet famous and like has a life of its own at, the, at this point. Mm-hmm. But I remember seeing episode 19, you know, where there's this, um, this, there's this particular battle with just with like, you know, beautiful animation and like some character breakthroughs. And I was like, holy shit. Like yeah. this is just, you know, and everything leading up to that, they treat this show so differently. It goes from so dark and brutal to so, so light filled with so much levity within like the expanse of one scene mm. the voice actors are unreal um are you ready for your third piece of trivia let's do it ready dude this is next level nerd and i think you're gonna appreciate it um on a couple of different fronts the reason i discovered this piece of trivia is because i was watching attack on titan reaction videos okay <laughs> Because apparently watching it twice and having a podcast about it is not enough. No, never enough. So I was I was I ended up rewatching this scene and it's season four, episode two, and it's the scene where Reiner is scolding Falco. Okay. On the train, because Falco's like, Oh, you know, 
I love Gabby, but she'll be dead by the time she's 29 because she'll be inheriting the Titan. What a, mm -hmm. This is disgusting, right? And he kind of leaves himself open and vulnerable, and he's kind of questioning Marley. And Reiner puts him in line real quick, right? You remember that? Absolutely. Yeah, we talked about that. We did. Quite we covered it. Yeah. Um, Falco sounds pretty panicked in that moment. His voice actor reaches like this higher register when he's like trying to cover his ass and he's backtracking. And my crazy brain was like, I know that voice. I need to find out where this voice is. And Falco is voiced by the same actor that plays Tanjiro in Demon Slayer. No kidding. <laughs> yeah. And I knew, it's not like I would just Googled the guy. I was like, that's fucking Tanjiro. I know it is. I was positive. And it is. So, boom. Knowledge bomb. Wow. Well, that's when we do the inevitable uh, season four rewatch. Uh, yeah. I'm. It's wow. So Falco is Tanjiro. That's good to know. And that a good one. Yeah. There must be. You know, this is going to sound a little uh, un uneducated in in, uh, in for anime, but uh, there must be a lot of crossover. Like, there's so much content, like across totally. all genres of anime. Like, there has to be, like, you know. Go, totally. I go from one room to the next room and, you know, <laughs> you know, like, all right, we're going to record for this show today. I'll record for that one. Like it's... Well, you can see it in, uh, like, you can see it in the, like, in the English voice mm. actors, too. Like, Piccolo has been, like, All Might or, you know, however many other people. Mm. Um, the guy that voices Piccolo from DPC, I mean. Mm. Um, but, yeah, yeah, they recycle them in English, and I'm sure that they get all over the place in, oh, yeah. in their original language. Um, so that's Demon Slayer. Did you have a another anime from this year that you wanted to talk about? Oh, that you liked? I I got I got five. So okay. for I guess you know I, I started with Demon Slayer. I don't know how many you uh, and got, there's some other there's some other stuff that I watched this year, but it's nothing of like note I really want to I get also, into. Yeah, I also had five, and Demon Slayer was the first. So, All right, so over to you. All right, so um, I'm gonna leave this one for last, but uh, I guess my next one would be a Netflix original. Uh, by the name of Doro Hidero. Uh I don't know if you're familiar with this. I I think I also recommended this to you. I've um, heard of it. I can't remember if I even watched a pilot. What? So tell me about it. So Doro Hero is a it's a gothic sci-fi, slightly not not cyberpunk, not steampunk. It's I would say more goth, like modern gothic. Um, oh, you know what? Picture the Matrix. Like gotcha. leather clad, uh, it's it's kind of a it's a body horror show. Um, it follows the the character of Cayman and uh, uh, Nikaido. So essentially, what this this the world this two worlds. There's a world of sorcerers and kind of like wizards, and they oppress like non magic users more or less. And there's this world called the Hole, where all these modified people who've been experimented on. You know, they're kind of like chimeric. You know, they like the main character. You know, it's called Kaiman, but he has like a lizard head. You know, and it's uh, it kind of just starts off the guys. You know, the main character Kaiman or Kaiman's trying to figure out who turned him into what he looks like. You know, like he used to be a human. He has memories of being a human. And honest to God, Dave, it is one of the weirdest fucking shows I have ever <laughs> seen. But this was another one. This was first thing in the morning. I had to get up early and I had, I think it was only 12 episodes long. Um, it was, you know, a pretty short romp and, you know, Netflix is a model. They kind of just throw everything on there. So that was convenient. But uh, it was one of those ones I had watched like, um, 
you know, like a, a watch out for 2020, like coming anime list. And it was always on the corner of my eye. It was kind of, it was, it was honestly the one I was looking forward to the most. And I was kind of worried of where I was going to watch it. And then, you know, Netflix, I think Netflix was releasing like, oh, that's perfect. So I'm definitely going to be able to easily get a hold of that. And so weird. Like, I, I cannot stress how weird this, this anime is, but it's, it's funny. It's goofy, ultra violent, like ultra, ultra violent. Like, you know, like Attack on Titan's not, you know, it's not realistic, but it's like kind of believable violence. You know, like you can picture, you know, like a Titan, you know, devouring someone, and it's you yeah, know, it's, it seems it's reasonable based on the like parameters that they. You seen. know, we've all seen Jurassic Park. We've all seen like you know Godzilla movies. Like you know, yeah. like it's you know, but there's just something about this show. Like it's it's just so magical and gross and dirty and grungy. Like it's you said you it's know, only twelve episodes. I believe it's only twelve episodes. I don't know about you, but I kind of love that. Like when I do too. I, I love the whole miniseries thing that's happening both in anime and outside of it right now. I love the idea of finite stories. Mm-hmm. It's just like a quick, here it is. Here's what we want to tell you. It's, I, I love that. I, I prefer it more in an earlier season, like or like seasons one or two. Mm-hmm. You know, th- it, it's preferable that way because it's easier to digest. And, you know, there's, you know, like in any show, there's only so much content and lore they can throw at you. Mm-hmm. So it's it kind of makes more sense to do it small, but as the show grows, like that's when you want to start seeing like you know well we're seeing this with Attack on Titan, um, you know I actually read something today that it's people are pretty certain it's only going to be the sixteen episodes. No way, I really yeah, to believe this. And that's and that's what I said too. But you know, like we want like if they gave us like fifty episodes for season four, I'd be like, take your time, <laughs> you know, like put it out. But you know, it's early on when you first start a show. Sometimes it's nice just to have like a quick little romp, you know. And yep. this, um, Dora Hero. This is, uh, I cannot wait for the second season whenever, you know, it's, it's, it's just awesome. It's, it's so weird. It's, you know, but it's fun. And like the characters, like it's bonds, it's friendships, you know, like he's got his right, you know, he's got his companion. And then in similar to Attack on Titan, you also see like the opposite side, like the essentially like the sorcerer side, and like they're trying to find this guy and he's trying to find them. They're constantly like missing each other. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like it's cat and mouse, but like you know, it's it's just kind of like you know, it's just so hijinksy and silly. And then when it gets down to the action, and it's all oh, that's the other thing too. It's it's probably one of the probably my go to reference for like proper CGI to to, you know, old style drawing, like mm-hmm. the bringing the two art styles together. Very believable, you know, like... It's another thing that Demon Slayer absolutely nailed. Yes, well, Demon Slayer would be, I think, the, the t- like, you know, S-tier yeah. <laughs> version of that. This is, you know, like, like I said, I think it's purposely, you know, maybe it's not, and hopefully I'm not offending, you know, the makers of it, but, like, it kind of... It, it looks better clunky. In a yeah, weird way. I, I know, like, I know kinda, what you mean. You know, kind of, like, stiff and, like, it's... You not know, it's too not much like, polish. Yeah, it's not like watching, like, you know, people playing with, like, you know, G.I. Joe dolls on screen and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, with big body proportions and it's, um, oh, it's, it's great stuff. It, it, that is also the one, like, if, you know, if I know someone who can deal with a little bit of uh, blood and gore and over-the-top weird story. And it's like, a, it's a mystery, too. Like, you know, you're trying to figure out from beginning to end, you know, like, any good anime. I think all the best ones have a mystery. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Something you're working towards. Okay, yeah. Dodo Hidero. That's a good one. That'll go on the watch list. 
For sure. I highly, highly recommend it. Speaking of which, we'll have to add a, uh, a watch list maybe towards the end of this. Yeah. Maybe stuff we're, we're intending to watch. Um, if it's my turn, this year I burned through the singular season and only season of Parasite, The Maxim. Ah, uh, yes. So, I don't know if, uh, you know, you've seen this, Grant, have you? Um, I've only seen the spooky uh, key art scrolling through Netflix and yeah. on Crunchyroll every now and then. But, I, don't, uh, I don't know why it's popular. Like, I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just, like, it's so great. But, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's weird to me to see, to see it trending on Netflix every now and again. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? Like, this seems a little niche for them. But anyway, I watched it on Crunchyroll. I watched the subs. I watched it in 2020. Um, I, it's a finite story. I mean, they could technically do it to season two, but as far as I know, they have no intentions of doing a season two. It's just a one and done, like mm. 25 or so episodes. Is it, um, when was it originally released? I want to say three or four years ago. Oh, it's really? Not okay. Super old, maybe five, but you know, it's, a, it's, you know, it's not decades old, but the premise is pretty quick. It's, you know, shown in kind of typical regular boy and then something happens and now his life is turned upside down. But the difference, I guess, or what makes this show great is, well, one, beautiful animation, basically all hand-drawn, um, save for maybe a couple scenes, but I'm pretty sure 99% of it is hand-drawn. Mm-hmm. And the, the thing that happens, and this is in the pilot, so there's no spoilers here, is uh, the protagonist is sleeping, and these literal aliens, or parasites, if you will, literally drop from the sky... We don't know where they come from, but their goal is to inhabit human bodies. And they, you know, ideally, they, just like a nightmare, they crawl into your ear, they take over your body, and and now they're you. And they do whatever they want to do. And it's sinister and, you know, whatever. Um, What's super cool about this show is, you know, and this is, again, this is all in the pilot, um, is a parasite lands on our protagonist, but he messes up. He doesn't get in the ear. He can't take over the brain, but he takes over the protagonist's hand. And oh, so the two so of them are kind of dueling for consciousness and control of the body. So these are most certainly like a malevolent being taking yes. over. Okay. So, but as a result, you know, they kind of have to work together in order to survive together because there are other parasites about, and it's all about this parasite kind of discovering humanity and the protagonist trying to teach the parasite about humanity. Um, and it's really, really cool storytelling, really cool action uh, sequences as a result. Um, just like really creative, very weird, tons of uh, mystery like you were alluding to with Dodo Hiro. Like you're kind of trying to figure out what the hell is the goal here? Where are we going? Because there's something happening behind the scenes and you're very aware of it as a viewer. They do a good job of telling you, you know, that's not all there is to this story. This isn't just a, like a, a fun fish-out-of-water anime where you kind of have to introduce, you know, this, this alien to the whole human world thing. It's not that because there's a significant amount of action, but I don't want to mm-hmm. give anything else away. If you haven't watched it, check it, it out. It has been, uh, since you, because you had recommended that to me a while ago, um, it has been on my, my watch list. It's... Uh, yeah, it's you know like it's just uh, I mean, it's so funny like you over the key art and you know you made reference to like the to taking over his hand like just the you know again more body horror now that I think about it but uh, yeah just like just the weirdness the weirdness of it all like it looks very very interesting like I I have no idea where it would go even like usually sometimes like you try to 
you gauge it by like you know when you hover over something the artwork mm-hmm. that it shows you and i cannot make heads or tails and i'm excited to to jump into that yeah man it's it's an interesting one i, I should lastly note like the voice actor that plays the parasite <laughs> like it's just in the sub the original version is like making some weird choices the whole way through like he's this guy sounds like an alien it sounds like his hand is an alien and it's conscious it's i love that it's very well done like (laughs) it's you're it's immersive there's no point in the show where you're wondering like it doesn't seem weird that this guy's hand is talking to him because they've done it so well do you know what i mean Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it's such a weird premise um but you you accept it pretty quickly um just because it's very well executed so parasite the maxim check it out what do you got what do I got? So before we jump a little further, um, I would, you know, a couple of weeks ago you had mentioned uh, kind of like where I stood with the OPs on Attack on Titan, and yeah. I kind of brushed it off. I think I was tired. I don't know what I was thinking. And I had, you know, we had finished recording, and I'd looked back, you know, I thought back to that, and I was like, what am I talking about? I have enjoyed all of those OPs, you know, and I kind of went on a binge. Mm-hmm. Um, of you know going through you know all the seasons and listening to piano you know renditions of them and all that yeah. and the originals and oh wait let me interject one more time just because you just reminded me last thing on Parasite the Maximum beautiful score amazing soundtrack it's one of the few songs I learned to play on piano it oh. is beautiful it's it's great it's another reason why you should check it out it's all original it's all done for the show oh okay uh, great score continue Excellent. about the OPs so you know it. I, I will, you know, in review of going over all the OPs of Attack on Titan so far, season four is by far my favorite. Yep. No question. Mm-hmm. Um, but so going back to Doro Hiro, unreal banger of an OP. Ah. It's, 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 you're going to listen to it and you're going to laugh and be like, oh my God, this is so comically grand. It's, it's heavy. It's, you know, it's got like a good bass groove to it. You know, it's very rocky, punky. Um, and then this is, you know, I'm going to follow up to my second, uh, pick for the year, which is going to go down as probably my favorite anime of all time. Oh man. Uh, Mob Psycho 1 and 2. Seriously, huh? I am... It's that good? Obsessed with it. It is... I don't know if it's the same anime or the same studio that made One Punch Man, but it's definitely the original, like the manga or the manga's, uh, artist. Mm-hmm. it's definitely the same style. You can tell by the faces alone. Like, you know, it's... This show is so fucking funny. <laughs> and the most obtuse, like, it's, you know, like, you know, you have the... It's it's kind of like a coming-of-age story in a very weird way. So the show is all about espers. Um, you know, the... And it kind of, like, has, like, a... It's like a father, father-son kind of story. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, it's... When you say espers, what are espers? So, like, ESP, like, uh, mind uh, powers. Yes. Um, so, I, I didn't even know where to go with this. If I remember lost. if I remember correctly, I watched the pilot. It was great. I just didn't get around to finishing it. And it's about this, like, mentor and his student that is, like, you know, a prodigy. Yeah. And the whole idea is that, like, the mentor is taking a lot of the credit, but is a bit of a fraud. And He's an, abs- he's an absolute fraud, but it always comes out. So, you know, you have, sorry, so you have Shigio, and who's, like, you know, the young, the kid, like, the, the Asper. And then you have Reagan, who's, like, his, you know, his mentor. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, just, he, at very first, like, oh, this kid's an idiot. I'm going to make a quick buck off him. But he quickly realizes, like, instantaneously, like, 
this kid is like a, a very strong Esper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, you know, he's a con artist and he, you know, he's like a, he's like a, like a psychic for hire kind of thing. He, you know, gets the business. I think I, if I remember correctly, the, the business is called spirits and such, mm-hmm. you know, he does like, you know, bullshit, um, you know, gets rid of clients' problems, whether it's like a ghost haunting them or like they want to get rid of a curse or something like that. You know, very, very like local feeling. It's not like, it's not like super high concept. Like it seems, feels very small at first and, you know, and then, but like the whole, like the, you know, Shigio, like his power is just overwhelming and he doesn't know and he's like so mentally stunted, you know, just by default, like just cause you know, if his emotion, once his emotions start to like intensify, like his power increases and when his feelings, re- you know, the 100 of the show is when his feelings reach like 100%. Interesting. Like he just, he becomes uncontrollable. And like, he's just like pure spirit at that point. And some of the most beautiful action, like the visual effects they use. And like, it's, I was blown away. Absolutely blown really? away. Oh yeah. It's, it's honest to God. It, I, and you know, it's short too. Like it's, you know, there's the two seasons. I think it's 12 episodes each. You know the cast of characters. It's so goofy. It's so lighthearted. That is, you know, twelve episodes per season. Are they? Do you know if they're doing any more? That's the thing. I don't know. There's. I think there is talk of like a second or a third season. Um, I believe the manga is done. I haven't done too much reading on it. Interesting. Um, that is. But I, I like short and sweet though. Yeah, and you know, and like the 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 cast of characters. You know, it starts off. You know, like there's like a. I think one of the first spirits he defeats. You know. It thinks like it's this all-powerful spirit and he, you know he beats it in no time and he starts following around and his name is dimple and he's you know he kind of like acts like a like a devil on your shoulder kind of thing whereas like reagan his mentor is kind of like the angel on his shoulder mm-hmm. even though they're both kind of using him but they all like and then you know it's and there's like a whole you know and like but the character is shigio like he he's he's quiet he's embarrassed you know he looks up to his younger brother who's like kind of not a jock you know, um, but like, it's like kind of like more well-liked and all that. And it's, mm-hmm. you know, it's like a school drama too. And in, in, in a lot of ways, and you know, one of the most, the best running gags in the show is he wants, he thinks, you know, if I want to talk to this girl, I should probably get strong. So he joins like an <laughs> athletics club and it's just like, you know, it's like, like such a, an anime trope, but also like <laughs> real life. Yeah. Like, oh, I should, I should get jacked before I say mm-hmm. hi. Yeah, so, like, you know, there's, and it's funny, too, like, there's, like, a group, there's recurring characters of, like, you know, there's, like, a, a, a telepathy club, and then there's, like, you know, the athletics club or the, the, the working out club, and, like, everyone just, like, falls in love with, you know, uh, you know, Shigio, and, you know, and it just kind of follows his various adventures, and eventually there there is points that, like, you know, there's, like, antagonists and leading to, and, you know, it, but when it comes down to, like, the Asper battles, it is un- paralleled in my opinion and the uh, the animation eh? the animation like the visual style yeah, like the, remember... the use of color and like um almost like reflecting colors very like, vibrant i think they yeah. have one i think they might have one uh you know one fight scene or whatever you want to call it in the pilot or towards the end of it and i remember mm-hmm. being like oh this is what grant was talking about like holy shit and it only goes up from there like the second season especially um they really outdo themselves. And okay. the OPs, mm-hmm. also, some of my all-time favorites. Yeah, you were saying at the beginning there that the OP slaps. All right. Oh, yeah. 
and I don't like using that expression, but when I listen to that, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I guess this laughs. Interesting. <laughs> that, you don't like that? <laughs> oh, a little it's, millennial for you? Oh, yeah. Is, would that be millennial? I don't know. Fucking OP, OP slaps, bro. OP slaps. G- Gen X? I don't know. Gen X. Um, we're old. Uh, anyway. But, uh, yeah, what's, uh, what's your follow-up? Well, speaking on the whole, it's, this is next on my list anyway, but speaking of the whole you know, emotional growth and maturity and also punctuated by dope fight scenes, this is the year that I watched in its entirety because I hadn't seen any of it before um, up to you know, where it's left off at is I watched all of My Hero Academia this year. Ooh, very nice. Well, that's on my list too, so we'll get into it. That was, it was obscene. One, it was obscene for several reasons. One, it was obscene that I was able to ingest that amount of content in, that's in, a lot inside a year like it's four seasons that i i went through like mm-hmm. jesus i don't even know what i was doing half the time um so with that said i think when you binge something that big in a short amount of time and i'm not mm-hmm. talking like a weekend but probably like several weeks maybe a sure. month or two but it's still a lot um the one thing is like you definitely lose some of the finer plot points <laughs> um when you ingest it super yeah. fast mm-hmm. so i don't you know my in terms of my memory you know of where every character is left off of at the end of season four. That's I, I can't recall the entire journey as it has happened. However, um, man, like I want to say that season one and what leads into you know probably the first half of season one of of starting like getting into the uh, academy and all that is such creative, brilliant, really fun, organic storytelling. The world building world right building. off the bat is very strong. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's not clear where we're going to go. You know what I mean? It's like, where, where is this taking me? Who is this protagonist? And you, you, you learn more about all the characters. They, that's one thing they do very well in this show and that they've done in other shows that we're, I'm sure we're talking about and have talked about, um, is they take time to develop the secondary and tertiary characters mm-hmm. and uh yeah like i i love that it's uh what, what would you call this like it's an ensemble cast but not really because um the main character is so great but man i i would i would say show. the most recent season became i think it's always been an ensemble mm-hmm. but you know midori has always been like you know front and center for I would say the first two, three seasons, but I found the last season was very much like the baton was kind of passed off a little bit. Very similar to actually, again, Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. You know, season four, they kind of handed the reins off to the rest of the cast a little bit. You know, obviously that was yeah. introducing new, but well, you got the big three in season, I, I guess it would have been the tail end of season three and beginning in season four, you know, you have, uh, you know, a Lemillion and, uh, and, and yeah, those, more, the other two. And, adding more characters, giving them rich so... backstories and personalities. Oh yeah, it's. I I just rewatched on YouTube the clip the Crunchyroll put out of mid early uh, season three of the confrontation between uh, All Might and One for All. Oh yeah. And you know the way uh, Midoriya saves Midoriya and Co save Bakugo, mm-hmm. and just how hyped that whole moment was. Um, the pacing of the show is so brilliant; like it absolutely drags sometimes. Yeah, they, um, for sure. But it. You know, and they could probably cut off some fat there, but I'm, I'm guessing they're staying loyal to the source material. But secondly, um, because of the choices that they're making with pacing, when they do hit you with crazy action and plot development and exposition and all these crazy action scenes, it almost takes you off guard. And you're like, holy shit, I forgot that the show could do this. Because yeah. every season, it feels like they have a crazy moment or series of moments, and now you're just in it. You know what I mean? 
I would say season four has definitely been my favorite, I think. Um, just because, you know, it's like you said, like, you know, there was a lot of intrigue from the get-go, you know, a lot of character focus. But when it opened up into those big battles and those huge moments, like, you know, almost unparalleled. Like, the when they really want to show off, like, a power level, you mm -hmm. know, like, when they want to show that final move, it's, uh, like, that overhaul fight is going to go to it's going to go down as one of the best anime fight scenes. So that was my time. that was my question. Overhaul was like in the first part of season 4, right? Uh no, that would have been beginning to end. Yeah, but doesn't Because the last the last four or five episodes is kind of like the the lead up to the festival, the UA festival. Oh, yeah. for this, some reason I thought those last four or five episodes were much I thought that was longer. Because um, they they introduced the character of uh uh some gentleman. Oh uh, God, I did not like that arc. No, it was it was silly, but it, it was just trying to lead up to that. You know, which a great ending. The you know the musical con the concert. Um, great concert ending. Great amazing fight uh, yeah. between the new number one. What's his name? I'm blanking. And uh, and the Nomu at the end. Oh, the Nobu and uh, Nobu. Nobu is it? No, I think it's Nobu. No way, it's Nobu. Listeners will correct us. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Todoroki's dad and the... Oh, and the, yes. Uh, oh, uh, wow, I'm blanking on his yeah, name. It's been a long day. Anyway, long, or great ending, um, but I, that overall fight, I totally agree, super good, and I loved the soundtrack throughout. Yes. Um, they have, yeah. they also have some really punchy moments in that show with the soundtrack, like even that overhaul fight, there's a custom soundtrack too that is so good. Um, yeah, My Hero... Totally love that this year will absolutely be back for season five. Yes, absolutely. And which is 2021, I believe. Yeah, it's this year, which is yeah. now what we're in, which is weird. Um, but I think it's, is it like March or something? What are the uh, next few I hope it's March. March would be really nice. That's, you know, for the longest time. Because, you know, that was the other, you know, De if Demon Slayer was kind of like the gasoline, my hero was kind of the, uh, it was getting comfortable with anime again. Just because, you know, there had been mm -hmm. so many years I hadn't watched it had no idea what was good, what was popular. Mm -hmm. And I remember looking at My Hero, it would have been season two, had just finished, and I was like, oh, this is Dragon Ball Z. That's what this is. Kind of, yeah. You know, I, get, it, I get that. You know, it's very tentpole-y. Um, I look at it, it reminds me of One Piece, you know, like which I've, I've watched, I know nothing of. Um, me neither, but, like, but, I but, but, but I the color, exactly what you mean. Do you, you know what I mean? Like, it's, yep. you just take a look at it, you're like, that's going to have 32 seasons uh, let's get in on this now before I have to waste like months trying to catch up. And I'm glad I did because, you know, it's Midoriya is one of my favorite characters of all time. I just, totally agree. You know, just so caring, truly, truly believes in what he needs to do. You know, it's a, a, like a, like he's not a, like, he's not like a Luke Skywalker. He's just like an entity of good. Like he know he's humble. He knows when he's wrong. In, in ways, he's very similar to Tanjiro from Demon Slayer. Yeah, in a lot of ways. But yeah, really good protagonist, very layered. It's really cool to watch all these uh, characters grow because they're yeah. literally in school. Yeah. Um, which I did not think I would be into. But like, you know, it's like it's so wholesome. And then every now and again, it, you know, it, I would not call it a dark show. But when they have dark moments. It goes, it goes deep, though. When like it goes dark, it gets pretty dark. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, 
when Lemillion loses his powers, that was like, holy cow, that was well, that's probably one of the biggest moments of the, that of the and season. I remember in that all for all for one all might fight, like the the dialogue that they were giving to the villain. I was like, Jesus, this guy's this guy's going for the jugular. Like this yeah. doesn't feel like a teen anime, which is kind of what I thought I was watching for a bit there. Like I was like, this is pretty this is pretty dark, this is pretty great, we're adding stakes. I like it. Um, yeah. So yeah, they they got a fan. I'll continue to watch. Oh, I'm a lifer for sure. Until they make a genuinely bad season, I, you know, any of the any of the shows we're talking about, you know, you can definitely tell some shows are meant to be like tentpole. You know, they're going to be everlasting. You know, or uh, they're all, in my opinion, all of the ones we've talked about are going to be everlasting. You know, they're very good, but you can tell like my hero is going to be running for a long time. But, you know, but we have shows like you know Mob Psycho, even like Parasite. Like those are mm-hmm. kind of limited stories there might be more we don't know and mm-hmm. if they do perfect awesome but uh yeah yeah no it's uh my hero i'm in i'm in for the long haul <laughs> was that my pick or yours i think it's your uh well it was your it was both of ours it was both on our list um i guess we'll talk about some popcorn uh my i'm very indifferent on this show or not indifferent i'm a little conflicted this is my first um, taste of uh, just like anime that's you know I'm not used to mm-hmm. uh, Fire Fire Force. Oh, dude, I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> I, I watched uh, both. Well, season one was already on. I think it was last year. Actually, it might have two seasons in one year. Actually, uh, they pumped them out quick. Um, Unreal action. Yeah. Very 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 cool world. Yeah. But it is very, very jarring, the, the fan service in this show. Um, I, I, it, it's so jarring I couldn't watch it. I, I did try, though. I got, yeah. eight, I got eight episodes in. And, I know it. And you're right. Like, holy shit, animation, world building. They have a lot of pieces for a great show. Yes. But I think, you know, it's, I think that comes straight from, from the manga, too. It was also like that. Yeah, um, fair enough. The... I'm not sure if it's Bleach or if it's Soul Eater. It's the guy that made this show. It's from his previous manga, and apparently that was kind of like the teaser at the end of last season from what I've garnered. Uh, it's like they're set in the same world. Oh, um, or even if it was just an Easter egg, I'm not too sure. But I act, like I, I really enjoyed my watch with this, and you know, it's but you know, it was just one of those things. I was like, ah, oh, like come on, man! Like it's the you one, know, like you know, there's fan service and then there's fan service. Yeah. And the one that I cannot stand is like the overt, awkward, sexual tension, yeah. pervy stuff. It is so jarring. Like that's what the word you used, I think. Like it yeah. takes you out of it. It does. It does take you out of it's it. Like and you wrote it all the good faith that yeah. that you've established with these like these great animations and these characters that seem complex. And then and then you're gonna make like a grabbing a boob gag. It's like what? And this and this show, like nothing I've I have ever seen. It it really goes like above and beyond. It's it's borderline pornographic. Dude, I don't it's, you know you would know because you watched all of it, but yeah. I couldn't get through. I tried two episodes. I got two episodes into that show, Overlord. I was oh, like, okay. Have you seen Overlord? No, 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 no. I've I have seen. I've. It's one of those. It's an isekai, I believe. Those are really popular. Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. same same deal. Like same amount of cringe. I was like, what is going on? <laughs> you've taken a good idea and you've sullied it. And you know what? Like, and I'm I'm all for like I'm not like I'm not trying to you know like slut shame the show or anything like that. Like I you know there's content for everybody as long as no one's getting hurt. I, yeah. I don't care. 
it was just, you know, it's it's not my exact cup of tea, but it was so strange because, like, I just, I couldn't stop watching because I, I loved everything else, you know, like, I, it was... I don't blame you for that because they're, like, it is very cool. Yeah, and, oh, yeah. Right when I tuned out, for whatever reason, they probably made, like, one bad, you know, not a joke that I couldn't handle or something, um, it looked like it was really heating up around episode eight or nine of the first season. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, those characters, the animation, again, like you said, I think you said popcorn, right? It's, it's, it's 100%. It's blockbuster. It's popcorn. It's weirdly enough. The, the, one of the closest, the closest comparison I I could have would be my hero. Um, same in same kind of way. Like, cause even my hero academia has moments like that. It's kind of like, ugh, like it's weirder because like they're you know they're like they're all teenagers and all that like you know i don't understand there's teenage angst and all that but you know it's but believe it or not i would recommend that's the thing too like i in my honest heart i could not recommend fire force to anyone like that is not used to that kind of thing and i'm hardly used yeah. to it and but if you can put all that aside great story great character on you know the action scenes like you know the it's like any anime the boss like the final battle is always they turn it up to 11 and they really turn it up to 11 that's one of the great things about the show they there's no small fight mm-hmm. you know every battle has its time and is given like the they make all the characters go for it they don't kind of they don't relax on the animation at all and then it gets, you know, to the final and then it just, it's, you know, they, it's cranked right up and it's awesome. So it's, you know, Fire Force, like yeah. I, I watched it, I liked it. There's things I, you know, just genuinely did not like about it. Um, if anyone is listening and hasn't seen Fire Force, like to see some of the animation that Grant is talking about, I think they, they bust out a pretty cool scene in the first 10 minutes of the pilot. On the train station? Yeah. 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 And you're immediately like, oh, I see. Yeah, all right. That's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, it's... I, I remember watching the pilot and I was like, holy shit, that looks pretty slick. And I told you, when I recommended it, I was like, Dave, you're going to have to get through some stuff. <laughs> you know, like, it's, yeah. it's going to be a slog at points, but... It may be one that I uh, that I revisit, but there, I will not contest that it is beautifully drawn and very yeah. well put together. Yeah, highly. I, you know... I highly recommend it. It's it's uh, it, it's pretty intense in all facets. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna break this up with a bit of random trivia. Sure. But this is different types of trivia. I actually want to talk very quickly about Attack on Titan, and I'm wondering if you and I, or maybe just me, have missed a couple things. Just while I've been like randomly rewatching and like perusing because it's been an off week and there's mm-hmm. been no episode this week. Um. The one thing, or one thing that I noticed, and I'm going to feel stupid because I bet anyone listening to this, if you're listening to an Attack on Titan podcast, you probably knew this already. I don't know if you put this together, Grant, but Aaron, when he's in, you know, now that he's infiltrated in season four, yada, 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 he's going by a fake name of Kruger. Mm -hmm. Aaron Kruger was the name of the original owl that his dad inherited the Attack Titan from. Did you know that? Uh, now that you say it, yes, I but, rem- I, I, but I hadn't thought of it the other day when we watched it. No. Right, so Aaron's father named Aaron after the owl, whose last name was Kruger, who Aaron has now co-opted that name while he's undercover. Kind of a neat tip huh. of the cap moment. I was like, wait, what, really? I didn't even notice that. 
Hmm. Um, so, you know, I think that just pays more credence to the fact that Aaron did well when he did his reading, when he got all the books from his dad. And I don't think that's an accident. I think he's, you know, I don't know if it, it'll play anything in the plot. I just hmm. thought like, wait, what? This you name. Know, it's, you know, that just that little piece of trivia, it, it kind of just, it gets me more, I'm very much looking forward to a rewatch when this is all done. Because I never took Attack on Titan as a blink and you'll miss it kind of moment show. Um, yeah, maybe. you know, like there's all, there's always like, it's very, it's very like close up, a lot of close ups in the show. It's a lot of on faces, you know, body. it's very, the, the show is very big on body language, yep. you know, so there's, it's not too often they really like show like a full background and when they do, it's, you know, it's kind of like scanning or, you know, canning shots. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's, I'm, I'm very, I'm really looking forward to, to going back and with just a whole new perspective and fresh set of eyes on everything that we know now like the reiner and Bertold stuff i'm just going to be laughing the whole way through it's like wow like Dude, as if you i know, just like i just finished uh season two with the misses and like i was just watching the whole thing being like you got to be fucking kidding me <laughs> they're practically you know with obviously with the knowledge you have now but they're like basically oh, yeah. beating you over the head with it yeah but it's not just that it's like it's not just that one reveal. It's like every time Ymir is on screen, mm. she's saying shit that makes so much sense mm. knowing where she's come from. Mm. She's saying stuff like, like you understand her motivation at first, right? Like, you know, my girlfriend who's watching it for the first time, she's like, I don't get this character. What is her, what's the point of her existence? What are her motivations? And I remember feeling that way too. Mm. But then all of her dialogue just hits different. She's talking about how, like, her whole life she was told that she shouldn't exist, that she wasn't worth anything to anyone, and now she's so grateful to have, like, stumbled into this life accidentally. And obviously, all of that now makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, absolutely. It also makes the end of her arc pretty tragic. Um, well, even to, and, like, looking back, I remember in season two when, you know, Reiner Bertolt kind of, like, made the reveal. I remember kind of going, like, these guys? Yeah, <laughs> you know, like I was like, you guys were, you know, they had their moments, and you know, I made like they weren't like tertiary characters by any means. Like you, we had lots of FaceTime with them. Again, mind you, I had watched like season one so far, like you know, between seasons one and two, they had a huge break, yeah, huge break, and it probably just had you know didn't rewatch it, probably should have, and that happened. The reveal happened. I was like, huh, okay. You know, like it's, and that, that's the show, right? Like the yeah. more knowledge we get, it just, and the more enticing it is to want to go back and just, you know, re like retread it. Yeah, man. Um, very, very cool. Uh, yeah. Looking at it, watching these two or these seasons uh, through a whole new lens because everything going on in Attack on Titan season four and all the reveals that come with it. Um, so that was your trivia. I've got two shows left. I'm betting your list. I'm betting they may intersect with your list. The first okay. one, I am confident that it does, and that's Dr. Stone. Oh, baby. Dr. <laughs> Stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, obviously, I watched this one this year, actually by recommendation of you again. Yeah. And what a different, wholesome, educational, fun, and like creative take. Like, very yeah. big time of palate cleanser, especially if all you're watching is shonens. Um, but substance palate cleanser. Do oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. there was so much meat to it. There was just, you know, it was 
funny enough, also like kind of similar to like you know Fire Force, some pretty out there moments of you know fan service, which is you know again fine, but like it's you know you're just watching and it just kind of comes out of nowhere sometimes. You're like, oh yes, yeah, <laughs> we're we're watching anime in 2020, but um, yeah, no, uh, also like so excited for the second season you have no idea like i this is a, a huge week for anime because we got promised neverland season two we got dr stone season two we got attack on titan recurring coming back this mm-hmm. week oh yeah but uh, sorry to say i take it away from you there, no man i mean i think it's it's on both our lists for a reason or i'm was that on your list uh, i actually forgot to write it down so make my five six <laughs> um but yeah man uh you know what a just fun creative show for anyone who hasn't seen it correct me if i mess anything up here grant but it's basically you know an apocalyptic event occurs where everybody on earth is turned to stone and the protagonist is the first or among the first uh person to wake up for unexplained reasons and he literally breaks out of his he's encased in stone and he breaks out of it and uh, he it just so happens that he's boy genius mm. And knows just about everything there is to know about science, and so he gets to work, and his whole goal is to get humanity back to where it was, you know, around modern age, um, before before this apocalyptic event occurred. And, you know, there's a, uh, probably fair to say, you know, relatively early on in the season, things change, and there's someone, uh, an antagonist, who doesn't want... Uh, that <laughs> they want things to they want to keep the reset button that was pushed an antagonist of his own creation which yeah. i thought was very cool you know, yeah like he's kind of you know he made his bed now he's got to sleep in it yeah 100 uh yeah. one of the guys he brings back is like hey man you realize we have the entire world here <laughs> like why would you want to why would you want to go back to what it was so you know lots of the show is about that conflict but it you know not conflict in the way that you might be used to it. If you've watched like a typical shonen, like it's not fight after fight. It's like it's more about their different philosophies and how they're going to rebuild their respective camps. Yeah. And it is heavily educational, science based. It's all about okay, well, if we want showers, then we're going to need soap, and how are we going to get soap? And You know, we're going to have to do this with the water, we're going to need uh, to find zinc, we're going to need to find all of these elements, put them together, do some shit to them, etc., etc., et in order to come up with, like, the rudimentary forms of technology that were perfected in the modern 21st century. Um, and it's, it's super fun. It's definitely a show I would recommend that people, you know watch and especially good for kids though there might be a couple of violent moments that may not be suitable mm-hmm. but it's pretty great uh and very feel good very lighthearted, um great you know good cast of characters good development uh that was a, a standout for 2020 for sure it's one of those shows i was watching it i was so like you know the inner 13 year old me was so envious of that like i wish i had something like this at that age and if my dad came in the room he wouldn't like just roll his eyes at me. Oh wow! You know, it's like that's you know, totally you know, true. Do you know what? Like I, the whole time I was watching, I was like, "Wow! Like this would have been awesome to have growing up." And I think kids now that like do have because I do believe I, I saw. I don't know if it's uh, Teletoon or if it's YTV. One of the one of like you know here in Canada, I'm sure in the states will be that too. But I think the the dubbed version is going to be on TV. That's awesome. So, you know, it's like it's going to be in there with like, you know, rotations of Dragon Ball and my like my hero 
it plays on TV as well, like, you know, uh, Fox Kids or whatever, stuff like that's that. Awesome. But, but when I read that Dr. Stone was going to be doing that, I was like, that's, that's awesome. That's, you know, that's the kind of energy we are like, you know, we need to be putting out in the universe, in my opinion. You know, no, that's a really good point. I totally feel the vibe there on like, if a parent walked in, they wouldn't be like, what is this crap? Two guys yeah. grunting at each other. That was like what my dad would say when I was watching Dragon Ball. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like, are they ever going to get off the toilet in that show? Like, you don't get it, dad. It's so funny because, you know, the, with Dragon Ball, like the, you know, like one of the running jokes is, you know, like they're in the same pose for like four episodes you know, they're having the same conversation over a stretch amount of time. And I can vividly remember the moment of my dad, like <laughs> coming in, like, you know, Saturday to Saturday, he's like, didn't you watch this exact same thing last week? <laughs> it's like, well, yes, but no, it's completely different. Yeah. New, they're, they're talking different. <laughs> you have five minutes until Namek explodes. Yeah. Otherwise known as 30 episodes. Yeah. I'll see you next month. I'll <laughs> let you know. I'll let you know when it blows up. <laughs> but yeah. No, uh, yeah. Dr. Stone would definitely catch the eyes of parents and non-anime viewers alike. I agree. It's that kind of show. It has that kind of appeal. Um, if you're new to anime or if you're looking for some kind of change, definitely check it out. Yeah. Highly, highly recommend that one. All right, bro. What you got? Um, so... Finally, last of note is a recent uh, addition to just just narrowly finish this under 2020, um, The Promised Neverland. Um, this sense. was, yeah, this was a show I had, you know, it, it was always like at the corner of my eye. I had read a lot about it. I knew it was like semi-ruined for me. Like I knew there was a big reveal at the end, like, a, you know, um, like a, like a total, not a cliffhanger, um, like an out of nowhere kind of hook mm. in the story. I knew there was that. Um, that sucks. But I had no idea what the content oh, was okay. at all. Like I, completely spoiler free, but like I knew something was going to be coming. Sure. So it was like, ah, well that's ruined for me. But, but everyone's, you know, all I've read over the past like year or so is like the promised Neverland. Like it's on everyone's number one list or like top 10 list. It's hugely popular. I see it everywhere, though I haven't everywhere. seen I haven't seen a frame of it, so keep that no, in mind. I've seen it on Netflix, I've seen it on, you know, it's, it's on Crunchyroll, it's mm -hmm. been pushed put pushed everywhere. So um funny enough, uh Leanna, my fiance, uh listener to the show, um <laughs> oh, you know, she's just, the one. She's the one. Uh <laughs> you know, she she's not an anime fan. You know, she had watched Pokemon and Digimon growing up. Um you know, the, the odd thing, you know, sh she would watch, like, you know, an episode of Attack on Titan with me on the couch and kind of, you know, <laughs> you know, I'd be watching the show, I'd look over to her and, you know, I'd be seeing her catch a glimpse of what's going on. It probably makes no sense, mm -hmm. you know, lore or story-wise. But she was like, let's watch one together. And I was like, you know what? Promise Neverland. You know, that's, it, from what I could gauge, would be a good entry point. And Dubs or subs, by the way? Uh, subs. Nice. And Take her we, right into the deep end. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Face for, you know, dive right in. Um, we blew through this in two days. Uh, tw 12, it's only 12 episodes long, or maybe three days, sorry. Yeah, okay. um, it was definitely two nights back to back, and then we had to wait a few days to finish a couple episodes. Uh, we loved it. Um, so if you don't know, you know, pilot, you know, uh, no spoilers. Mm -hmm. um, the show just opens up to an orphanage in an unknown, like, country region it's in a forest there i believe there's 36 children in the house mm -hmm. um and you can tell it's 
it's all about bonds and relationship. The whole group is very, very close. You have like the, the four or five elder children and they kind of allude to like over time, you know, some of them get adopted, they leave, they say goodbye. And, um, you know, the show really sets itself up as like a, maybe like a slice of life kind of show. Um, and I don't think it's spoiling. It's you know, heavily marketed. Mm-hmm. This is a true and true horror show mm-hmm. anime and a very dark turn, you know, like a very dark turn happens. Some information comes to light that like these children had like just no idea that like this is the world they lived in. And it just becomes like the great escape. These kids have decided they got to get out of where they are and you follow them over 12 episodes and there is some huge reveals. And I fully understand why this is deemed one of the best episodes or one of the best shows over the past few years. It is incredibly down to earth, warm, smart. Um, you know, it's, you know, it's not too often you see children in anime and like they don't all sound whiny you know, they sound like young adults, like, you know, you can always tell, like, they're elder children, like, they've been helping raise all these, these other children, and there's only one other, like, there's, like, a head mother at the house, and, you know, by default, she, they just don't trust her anymore, and it's kind of like a cat and mouse game between the, the grouping of kids, a group of kids, and, and uh, this, like, headmistress, and it's, it is now going to be my de facto recommendation to anyone who needs an anime to watch. Really? Yeah, it is completely accessible. E- even the horror side of it, like, I know some people, you know, horror is not for everyone. Like, even when it's, like, with a, you know, a blockbuster movie or even, yeah, like a tele- even a television show. Like, it's just not everyone's cup of tea. There's something about, and like, in anime, it can be... They can really go grotesque. They can make it really look truly scary, like monstrous, mm-hmm. you know, but it's still like, oh, it's, you know, like, I don't want to sound like diminish what it is, but like, it's still just a cartoon. So it's like more manageable, I find for people, Sure. but it's still, it doesn't lose its bite, you know, it's, and the show, the show does such a great job. And Leanna had mentioned too, you know, she's a, she's a big Stephen King fan and, you know, within the first like couple episodes, she was like, oh, this is, you know, this is just like a Stephen this is how I envisioned like a Stephen King book to life looking like, Interesting. you know, like, you know, not saying it's like, you know, so similar to a Stephen King. It's just, you know, the, the, like true suspense and true, like a true and true thriller really? of anything we've ever watched. And we, we blew through it. The OP is an absolute banger groovy as all get out. And the closing, uh, does the closing song have a specific name? I don't think it's like the OP or the EP or the whatever, whatever whatever the closing track is, the credits stinger music also unreal. Like we would literally be on the couch, like, you know, like having like, you know, it's like we're like playing air instruments (laughs) on the intro and on the outro, like the, what a fun experience. And it was, it was a very fun show to share with, with Leanna. So, but uh, I, like I said, anyone who needs, if they're looking for something to watch and they haven't watched it, this will be the first thing I recommend. And season two starts this Thursday. Damn. Beyond thrilled. Yeah. It'll be fun to watch it week to week. Well, shit. All right. Yeah. Maybe maybe I'll take a look. And if I do, I will, I'll report back to you and, uh, and here. Yeah. Promise Neverland, huh? I've never, I've never seen any uh, horror anime. I guess like they're not really super popular. Mm. It's not a subgenre of anime that you hear of very often. Well, I imagine I- it's hard to do, too. I do, 
I do think it's probably quite big, but it's just it's not like sellable to the masses. You know, mm-hmm. it's 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 like horror movies in in real life, or like you know, like fair like point. A, like they have a, cult followings. They have cult followings, and you know, like Hollywood movies are. You know, I find like a lot of the the Hollywood. You know, like what am I thinking of? Like. Uh, like the Saw movies or like the Conjuring movies or, you know, stuff like that. Like the Purge. Those are, those those are hugely, (laughs) yeah, those are hugely popular and like they are what they are. But like when you get a nice niche horror movie, like it is, it's like, you know, something like Hereditary or The Witch or, you know, even like the first part of, you know, it, I, you know, I love, I love horror and I would throw this in with all those. Again, it's, it's, you know, different shades of the same color, but Mm-hmm. It's um oh it's great stuff. Interesting. All yeah. right, all right. I'll throw it on the old watch list. It, you know, clearly, you're you're not alone in this because it like I like you said and like I've said like I've seen it everywhere in yeah. top ten lists and featured animes that you have to watch and trending animes and trending TV shows. It's everywhere. Yeah. It's unavoidable. So I'll yeah. I'll have to give it a spin. Um, that brings me to my last pick, which is uh, of the year, which is kind of it felt like out of left field. Was the uh, Vinland Saga? Oh yes, Vinland I do remember. Yeah. <laughs> this this was like very different, man. Um, this one, you know, for anyone who hasn't seen it, I don't want to give too much away because it's so great. But it's uh, based on a Norse. It's you know based on a Norse or Nordic country. I don't know what you would call it. In a Nordic cast, Norse people, and. The protagonist, without giving much away, things happen, and he, uh, you know, kind of loses touch with his family and ends up sort of in custody or abducted by this war criminal guy. Let's just say that through circumstances. Um, and it, it's basically you're watching this kid grow up, kind of do the bidding of his captor because he's a kid and he has no other choice. But also because he's driven by revenge. Uh, this, the protagonist of this show desperately wants to end the lives of the people that he's surrounded by. Because he kind of makes the choice to you know, grow up and learn the craft of being a pirate and a soldier and a scumbag um, from the people that kind of are holding him hostage in a way. Um, so it's very conflicted. The character is very conflicted. He's very emotionally stunted. He's just full of rage and anger. Um, and you literally watch him grow up throughout the course of the show. There's like some really well done time skips, um, where they kind of jump forward small heaps of time, uh, you know, as the season progresses. And the, the finale of season one is literally called end of prologue. So it kind of, (laughs) it's pretty creative. It feels like you go through so much in season one and they're like, okay, now we can start the story. <laughs> it's like, Jesus. Oh, really? Yeah. It's very, very interesting. Very well done. And it's grounded. Eh? Like there's no, it's not magical. No, in yeah, no, yeah, very... no, no magic. None of that. Um, just, you know, kind of medieval times, uh, a lot of sailing pirates, um, lots of that kind of stuff, kind of political intrigue. There's some bloodline stuff in there as well. Um, you know, some, what side of the fence are we fighting on? That kind of fun stuff. But most of it, like all great shows, kind of comes down to the characters and its themes, right? Um, and this one is different. Like, obviously, it's a it's a shonen because the protagonist is like a young boy, which, you know, I, I get that that can be tired. Um, but this is a really fresh and captivating take, uh, especially because 
the protagonist barely speaks. <laughs> okay. So as a result, the rest of the show kind of has to carry him. But that's absolutely a choice. You know what I mean? It's like they want to show you that this kid kind of has everything bottled up. Okay. And it's just full of rage that may explode at any moment, but not in like a bratty way, in like a kind of a sad, tragic way. It gives a lot of depth to him, especially because you're watching him grow up. Mm. Um, didn't think I would like it. I thought I would give it a quick spin, and I'm really glad I did. It, on all pla- on, of all platforms, it's for some reason available on Prime. I did see that when you mentioned to do it. I went, I went looking yeah. for it, but uh... so I don't know why it's there because it's another show that I've seen on everybody's top ten lists. So I was like, oh, it'll be on Crunchyroll or whatever. But no, it's on Prime for some reason. But whatever. Um, check it out there. Yeah. Really recommend it. Vinland Saga. Hmm. Super good show. I'm, I look forward to it. Boom. Do you have any shows left? No. Uh, I guess... Uh, I, I think we're, we're through them all. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so I guess we'll move on to... Uh, you know, I don't want to go too much longer, but mm-hmm. w- was there anything this year, whether it was 2020 release or even something that you've always wanted to watch is there anything you missed you felt like you missed this i you know i I definitely didn't miss the boat i didn't choose to watch it because i've had you know there's so much other stuff going on right now Mm. but i am seeing (laughs) jujitsu kaizen everywhere everywhere yeah Yeah. um apparently it slaps bro i don't know what to Mm. tell you (laughs) i have i've read that i've i've seen a couple videos um you know uh you know, plugs for other channels. Uh, Jeff on Mother's Basement. I, I'm a huge fan of his of his YouTube channel, mm-hmm. and he he put a video, kind of, you know, more or less talking about what's going to take the crown for Attack on Titan for like that dark and gritty, uh, you know, shonen mm-hmm. battle shonen. And he, you know, I, I had known it was coming out. I had seen the previews. Like, you know, I I definitely each week it's been like, ah, is this the week I jump in? Mm-hmm. And I, from what I've, you know, seen, it is, you know, it, it's something else. Like, it truly is. Like, it's going to go down as, you know, it it has very, like, Attack on Titan Season 1 vibes, you know? Interesting. Um, just, you know, big, dark, you know, more battle shown and more, you know, like, the style of, like, the mystical arts kind of not so much, like, you know, sword, like, flying around with swords like Attack on Titan. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, that is the one, I, I consider that a 2021 show in my opinion. Like, the season's not done yet. You know, yeah, like if it's still airing week to week, I mean, maybe, you know, if they're, you know, if Attack on Titan does wrap up quickly or if there's yeah. a break or whatever it is, once it's over, maybe that's something we can cover for the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. If there's, uh, if there's interest, but... Uh, I do think there's a strong yeah. case for uh, for Dr. Stone as well. Season two? Uh, yeah. 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 Even if, you know, I don't know if we're going to start doing two a week or even maybe combining some episodes, mm-hmm. but... Um, I, I I I really think Doctor Stone would be a good route for us, but uh, but yeah, is there anything else that uh, you felt like you wanted to catch but didn't get a chance? Not uh, it's not from this year, but the last one that I had on my list that I want to get around to. Well, there's two. One is Re Zero. Have you seen this? I watched the pilot uh, a couple days ago. And um, I definitely didn't get what the big deal was in I, 30 minutes that I watched. Um, so but again, is not it true, fair. Is it true that the, like what's currently airing or just finished airing for ReZero is like technically a second season because they had a first season like years and years ago? So I did That's the reading confusing on, part. So I did some reading on it. Um, I think in 2016 it aired. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think it just... I don't, did fine. 
It did fine, but they released a director's cut with mm-hmm. some additional content. Nothing was cut, I don't believe, but they took it. I think it's 26 episodes. They cut it down to uh, hour-long episodes mm-hmm. with additional footage. So, um, also, I believe that is like um, that is like one of the big hitters right now. Like ReZero is like a very big oh, deal yeah. from what I can it, tell. Yeah, also a horror anime. Oh, is it really? Yeah, so which I, I, that's the thing. That's what I've read and the vibe I get, but I have yet to see that in the 30 minutes that I watched. Fair um, enough. There were some moments of truly beautiful animation that I saw. I was like, oh, I bet you they're going to go do more of that. Um, but it's another one of those isekais, which I'm not super into, but, you know, it's not like, uh, you know, he's not, I think the whole gag of it is he comes into this world, he dies in real life, wakes up in another world, but he has no powers. <laughs> He's just him. Hmm. But I think it's revealed that he eventually does, and, you know, it's kind of like a unique take on it. I've kind of had that spoiled, but I that is something, you know, I wanted to watch a couple episodes just to get a vibe for it. And, uh, yeah, it's... Yeah, I, I get to see what the hype is about, but it's so popular. There must be something that's coming. That's, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of shows that are popular that I just haven't gotten around to, another cult following that I tried, you know, a year or two ago that I really want to get to at some point is Steins Gate. Oh, you had mentioned that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, I think it's a mood. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, it, it wasn't hitting for me at the time. But now that I think about it and what I, when I remember some of the shows or the episodes that I did enjoy, what I will say is like great voice acting, animation was good and uh, surprisingly funny. Um, mm. And then, you know, right as I checked out, ironically, because I think another show came on is when, <laughs> when, when the show was picking up. And, oh, okay. uh, but uh, gets like, hits you out of nowhere with how intense and tragic it gets. Mm-hmm. But when I say a slow build, I mean, I, I don't know how many episodes there are, but I mean like, 13 episodes of build hmm. which is a lot that is a lot um, so maybe i'll get around to that maybe i won't but that one's that, that was the last thing on my list hmm. right on do you have anything on yours uh yeah um there's a show called decadent or decadence um i believe it's on funimation the i, I have no idea what it's about i know it's like a post-apocalyptic kind of survival story i know there's um, some of the people involved with uh, Mob Psycho are, mm. are in this. Like, I think it's the writing from Mob Psycho, and uh, there's another, the animation studio. Uh, it's something we watch. I'm completely blanking on the name right now. That looked pretty cool. Um, Crunchyroll's original Tower of God, that looked interesting as well. Also um, always trending, yeah. Yeah, that, that was one I wanted to, I took one look at that, and I said, that's, I'll wait till that's all out, and I'll, I'll give that a go. And uh, there was also on Netflix, um, it's called B&A, Brand New Animal. Nope, haven't seen it. Um, I don't know what it is. It just, you know, something about it looked cool. Very flashy animation, kind of metro. Oh, there's also a show, No Guns Life. I really wanted to check that out. Um, But I'm kind of a crunchy roll diehard. I don't like having too many things to jump through, too many hoops. But uh, that's on Funimation. I'm probably going to have to figure that out because that looked awesome i think the second season came out this year i also want to give cowboy bebop another spin that was like one of the first animes i ever watched but i was like half watching it and now i feel like i know a little bit more it's Mm. probably worth a uh spin well it's one of the all-time apparently right so i think we we had discussed maybe going through doing that as like a retro 
that'd be cool. A, a retro watch, but um, but yeah. So I guess I guess just going forward, twenty twenty one, anything that's caught your eye that you're looking forward to? Yeah, I mean, basically just everything we mentioned. You know, Doctor Stone season two, really looking forward to. I cannot get enough Attack on Titan right now. I'm like just in that zone. Um, My Hero Academia season five, I will absolutely be watching, and then. If and when I've got time, Jujutsu Kaisen, Steins Gate, I'll probably take a look at those. Promise Neverland that you mentioned. Yeah. And that's probably it. Uh, we'll see what else, you know, kind of comes our way. If there's a good fit, maybe we'll have to cover it for the show. Um, what about you? Uh, a couple things, actually. Um, well, you know, My Hero, Dr. Stone, uh, for sure, you know, absolute. Um, there's a show that came out a couple years ago called uh, Cells at Work. Um, I wanted to watch it actually after watching Dr. Stone with the educational side of it, it immediately reminded me of, Oh, I should probably watch that cells at work show. Um, picture osmosis Jones, mm-hmm. uh, but an anime, you know, the, so it follows like a white and a red blood cell and, you know, kind of tours the body and all that. And I think they fight up, I'm assuming they fight up viruses or, or what have you. Interesting. Um, but I'm, it's really cool because season two is coming out, uh, in a couple weeks and they're actually releasing the second season and then a, uh, a companion show called Cells at Work Black, which is a gender-bended version of Cells at Work. So they're reversing the roles of like, you know, it's like a, uh, I think in the, the show it's a, a male white blood cell and a female red blood cell. And they're switching the story around. You know, it's uh, a female white blood cell and a, and a, uh, a male red blood cell. And I love the movie Osmosis Jones. Like that was one of my most film, one yeah. of my most rewatched or you know rewatched movies as a kid. Mm-hmm. So that's coming out this year. Uh, and there's also a show coming out called Shaman King. Um, Battle Shonen. I clearly, think I, saw, I think I saw an ad for that. And I think it's a remake. Uh, I think they did it a few years ago, maybe like 2012, 2013. I'm not sure if it was good or not. But the, there seems to be some excitement for this. I don't know anything about it. Um, so it, it just, you know, I'm an absolute sucker for uh, for a battle shonen. And this looks, look from what I saw, it looked pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I remember I think I saw art of some kind that looked good for them. Uh, or for uh, that shaman. Yeah. Well, yeah, so that's, from what I know, you know, there's I'm sure there's a couple of, there's a couple of things we're we're missing. There's just there's so much content in oh one God, year. Yeah. Uh, you know. And this is just anime. <laughs> like we yeah, even, I know. We haven't talked about film or like live action shows that we're watching. Uh, but yeah, it's a best time for if you're a storyteller right now, or if you're just a you know if you just like to suck up good stories and consume them. It's also a really great time, which is part of the reason we started the podcast. Um, so yeah, I think we could probably leave it there unless you have anything else. No, I just what a what a great year for anime, you know, in general for I think all viewers and I think just for you and I, we got so much out of it. You know, Anytime. just so much so much content that so much good content that we were able to catch up on and then see for the, you know, see as it as it aired, you know, for the better or for the worse. You know, there's there's a couple other shows I watched, you know, nothing uh, that really blew my pants off, but uh you know, it's anime is one of those one of those weird mediums where it has to get me right off the bat. Mm-hmm. You know, I got no time. You know, it's funny. You know, the show is part time part time otaku. Like, there's only so much time I can watch anime in mm-hmm. a day, and it's got to be 
top tier and you know there's there's nothing wrong with like a lower tier show of anything you know it might be a bigger deal for other people yeah I, but I it, it has it has to kick right right from the get-go i'm sure that there are a lot of people out there that are like you know you guys are really only just covering like the absolute mainstream of the mainstream it's like well because i know that there are tons of awesome niche shows out there mm-hmm. that deserve more love and with yep. any luck maybe we'll cover one in the future but like Right now, these are the shows that we're interested in, and they're so good. <laughs> and and you know what? Like, I find you know the Promised Neverland. That's that's a good. I, for me, watching it, I was like, oh, like anime can be other stuff. You know, like it's not just all fantasy. You know, isekai totally. or you know, sci-fi in space or like monsters. And, mm-hmm. You know, it's. I'm truly grateful to be in the anime sphere now than I've ever could have been. You know, there's there's been great stuff in the past over the past like ten years or so for sure, but now I just feel like we're in such like a, like a flashpoint mm-hmm. of, and and it's across all aspects too. Like, God, like, you know, you and I haven't even had a chance to sit down and talk about Man- Mandalorian or I know, you know, like you know, we got Wandavision in the next couple days or next week. Like, it's, I know, that, it's I'm super so curious much about content. that show. Super curious about how they yeah. do Wandavision. It to me, it feels like it's going to be a hit or a miss. In, in, in a big way. Very curious how that show works out. Um, lastly, right before we wrap up, though, I do want to mention that, you know, we've been interacting with a few of you on social media and Reddit and all these, you know, community message boards. And, you know, plenty of you have been sharing artwork that you do, pre, you know, mostly for Attack on Titan. So going forward, you know, maybe this episode, maybe next week, we'll see when, once we get back to actually covering AOT uh, week to week. We're going to start using uh, fan art for the podcast thumbnails. Um, and then, you know, we'll obviously we'll credit you. We'll share your handle, you know, whether wherever you want to be credited on social media or any art page that you want credited, we'll do that. Um, if you're interested in getting your artwork on the podcast, let us know. Um, we want you to be seen. We want uh, we want people to know how good everyone is. It's It blows me away, the stuff that you sent me. I, yeah. I wish I had that talent, and if you can do it, I will sh- yell your name on the top of a mountain because mad kudos to you people. Yeah, man, uh, it's it's crazy. I'm really excited to show off uh, some of the some of the artwork. Um, so yeah, let us know if you want yours featured on the podcast. If not, keep you know look at the thumbnails, look at the stuff that we share. It's all just from fan communities uh, that are talking about the same anime that we're talking about. Um, so that's pretty cool. So stay tuned. I think that's everything for now. Um, you know, this is going to come out on Wednesday, and we'll probably, you know, see you next Wednesday. That upload schedule and listening schedule seems to be working for everybody. Um, so thank you for le- for lending us your ears. This has been the Part Time Otaku Podcast. I hate to say this, uh, but you guys all know how this works. You know, feel free to like and share, subscribe, the whole thing. That's how you know. That's the reason we'll continue to record these is just making sure that people are listening to them. And so far, the reception has actually been pretty good. Um, So thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week. Bye, everyone. Bye.